The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, welcome to That's So Retrograde. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hey, fam. How's fam doing? <laughs> How's everyone <laughs> staying alive? Elizabeth's boyfriend's in the kitchen. He's just slowly nodding no to me in a fucking bucket hat. Pardon me, sir, but you better take it down a notch. <laughs> He's enjoying, it looks like a dark chocolate almond butter delight from Trader Joe's. Ooh, do you have any more of those? We Pass sure do. Over. They're in yeah. the freezer. <laughs> our show intro. Give me one of those. Listen, this is, we're going rogue. We're in the home. We're just like every other talk show host in their home. What you can't see is Elizabeth's amazing decorations. Oh, thank really, you. Really, her bathroom is like a hotel right now. We just learned from our guest today that if you're an earth sign, you'll be violently cleaning. And my oh my, is this place sparkling. That tracks. <laughs> Let's just go right into our convo with Deborah. Yeah. And Joey, you're going to join us for roses and thorns. This is how desperate we are. <laughs> so without further ado, let's say hello to Deborah Silverman, who drops some astro knowledge and shares a beautiful prayer at the end. We're so grateful that we were able to catch up with her. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> we're calling in the big guns. Yeah, we are. We have Deborah Silverman, pew, one pew, of pew. our faves, joining us via <laughs> conference call because I think all of our hearts are calling uh, for some astrological information in this time. Wouldn't you say, Stephanie? We need a goddamn explanation. <laughs> we need one now. <laughs> so, Deborah, remind our listeners, this is your second time on the show. Remind us of uh, your background. My background. So I am an astrologer for a long time since I was in my 20s. And by the way, all of you young aspiring astrologers, that's where I started. 40 years, fast forward. I In the very beginning, I went and got a master's degree in clinical psychology in Los Angeles. Oh. Where I wanted to figure out how to help people that were loop-de-loo by using stars. Mm-hmm. And you're a fellow Michigan person, which I love also. And so I, much And I've written sync. a book, which is right over there. I wrote a book called The Missing Element. Mm. And the subtitle is Inspiring Compassion for the Human Condition. And guess what the first chapter is about? What? Crisis. It starts off with crisis, which we're going to talk about today, how everyone deals. Now, why did I write a book on crisis? Because I knew this was coming. You did. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yes. Talk a little bit more about that. I think everyone secretly, if you take a minute and pause, we all knew we were moving too fast. Mm -hmm. And we all knew that we could not, the very beginning of my book says this, we could not continue to consume that much oil, that much water, that much error at the level that we were doing without considering how to give back to the mother. So yeah. we weren't doing that. And we have right. completely waited till the climate crisis got to such a point where we would be devastated. Well, guess what? We're devastated. And yeah. the good news is it's gentle enough that they're not hurting us. The bad news is we're devastated. So it's not like, right. like think how much worse this could be. You thought about that? Yes. Yeah. I, I certainly have gone down that um, mental mental trail. So when I wrote the book, The Missing Element, it started off with crisis because I knew, it's so funny, that book was timeless. I knew that it would help people identify their personality traits during a crisis. And we're going to look at that today. Like, how do you deal? And everyone's different. And we'll talk yeah, about that. You know, I think that's really interesting because that's something that I've really been like sitting with myself about just like, 
the question of like what we're supposed to do, I think is a really big question for everyone. And it seems like now into, you know, week two, technically of the stay at home for most cities. And even if it's not mandated, it seems like a lot of people are starting to pick up on that and just sort of do it for their own health and safety. But this yesterday was really the first day that I was like, all right, I feel like my energy is back to a normal state that I identify as normal for myself. And now I can assess like what I'm even where I'm landing. Okay. Can I just stop for a minute? Yeah. Guess what happened yesterday? What? The moon was in Taurus. Oh, the best place for the moon. God damn it. <laughs> guess where it was when you were born? In Taurus. Oh, well. Guess I'm in alignment. So, it, so, that, so this is the point. There'll be some days where you're going to feel like, oh, I'm back to myself. I feel yeah. natural. And other days where you're going to feel like, oh my God, I woke up in the morning and all my anxiety was up. And it depends yeah. where the moon is. And for everyone listening, oh. you can watch. There are videos on Instagram and on Facebook and on my astrology page Every day I tell you where the moon is. Do you guys know that? Yeah. Yeah. I oh, yeah. We, I watch your videos. We stand your videos. Yeah. Deb, can I call you Deb? <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Deb. I want to do a quick shout out to Uncommon James. Let's do it. That is sitting with us as we record. We have one of their beautiful candles burning alongside us right now. It smells delightful. Country sandalwood. Mm, uh, my dream, actually. If you're like me and you're mindlessly binge-watching TV shows, mm -hmm. perhaps you have uh, joined me in binging a little show I like to call Very Cavalier. That's also what the E! Network likes to call it. And yeah, th that is actually what it's called. Starring the founder of this brand, Kristen Cavalieri, Uncommon James is a collection of timeless, effortless, and sophisticated jewelry for women on the go, inspired by her wide array of life experiences. They also have home goods, like Elizabeth said, candles. I also am really excited because I'm about to move and I ordered this beautiful, giant, wooden salad bowl. Amazing. And now that I cook. And now that you're like domestic. It's like really cool because <laughs> I like ordered that with my psychic foresight that one day I would be serving a large salad and now I get to use it. So I'm stoked. And I love all the fun jewelry. I've been obviously V cozy lately, but you know, dialing it up with like a choker. Oh, I love or your little chain. Yeah. I love the clear lucite hoops that I got. I might just put them on and wear them around my house to feel fancy. Why the hell not? Yes. So it's a super fun collection from Sweet Kristen mm -hmm. and who I heard is a listener. So hi. hi. <laughs> um, Big fans of yours as well. Huge fans. So if you head over to Uncommon James dot com right now and use the code retrograde 20 you'll get 20 percent off honestly stock up on some candles and some home goods because you're gonna be there for a while yeah all right let's take it back to deborah let's perfect okay so i i really like this but can we backtrack just a bit i'm really yes. interested in as an astrologer as you were looking at the forecast for even just the year or the month, like tell us what was coming up for you and what you were seeing coming down the pipeline however months ago and how you were kind of digesting all of it. Great question. So have you heard about this yet? That there were four planets in Capricorn when this thing hit? No. So nope. Every 32 years, Pluto and Saturn come together. That's what's happening right now. Okay. In addition, which is very unusual, Jupiter is standing right next to them. So we have Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, and last week we had Mars. So we had four planets all standing together in what sign? Capricorn. And if any of you know about Capricorn, they're not the most warm, fuzzy people. They are very structured. They're very grounded. And guess what it rules? Government. 
It rules, how do we keep our shit together? So in comes, so here's these three planets. We had Jupiter, we had Saturn, we had Pluto. And then Mars moves quite quickly. Mars hit the first planet. Mars is like, you've got to think of Mars like he's smoking a cigarette and he's got cowboy boots on and he's sassy and he's kind of got an attitude. He's hot. You know, he's, (laughs) Mars is red. And he's like, oh my God, that, he's not the friendliest guy, but he's kind of like cool, but a little bit dangerous. That's the word. So Mars comes in, he starts hitting, first he hits Jupiter and he says, got exaggerated because Jupiter is like secret sauce. And so he he suddenly felt all puffed up. Then he went and hit Pluto, which was last week, which is power, destruction and creation. And now he's headed for Saturn, which is the structure and the form and the government. So Mars is kicking us around. Now, this is going to continue all the way through April 10th. Okay. So just be prepared. This is the gift of you guys doing this podcast. We are not surprised at the astrologers. When we saw Pluto and Saturn once every 32 years coming together and Jupiter, secret sauce, was standing next to it going, exaggerating it. And then Mars, the warrior, came in to go like this. We were looking at the government and saying, "Uh uh-oh. And by the way, what would it take for the government to come to its knees? Capricorn rules the knees. It would take some kind of virus. I'm convinced there was a council of beings. This is not nice to say. It's kind of a random, weird thought. But I thought there was a council of beings on the other side going, what can we do to get those earthlings' attention? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. While that big configuration comes in and we've got this added energy, let's just drop in a virus and make it universal. But I feel like, okay, so you say it's going till April 10th, but then- that's not just going to suddenly be like, now it's shifting and now we're back to normal. No, there's consequences. So that's like the fire got started. And what happens after the fire? Everything's broken and it's in ashes. What survives fire? Fire cannot burn itself. What is true will endure. Right. What was dated will burn. I see. But then what do you have to say about the fact that like, this controversial bill is now going through the Senate and the House. It's like, it seems like they're, they're getting something done, but it's wrapped up in a whole bunch of fuckery. Oh, it's getting it done, but the government is going to be financially in such an unusual, never before are we in debt. I mean, money has become questionable anyways, but it's destroying the classical old form. Right. And it's open, I, I, you know, in a sick way, I was doing a podcast this morning for, with Yoga Girl, and someone asked the question, is it bad to say I'm enjoying this? Yeah. I was like, I was like, don't feel bad. You are watching destruction, and some personality types, and both of you have Scorpio, you thrive when things get intense. Right. Is that true? Yeah. Do you feel that way? I mean, I definitely feel like a mixture of acknowledging the necessity of it, and then I feel grief for people that are in dire straits and in a lot of pain. Yeah, that's where that's where our hearts melt. Yeah. So on a personal level, yeah, like I'm fine. I feel good. I feel like I needed this. I'm looking around, really like taking inventory and all those things. But then on like a bigger level, I'm like, this is fucked up. And that's where the Scorpio, you guys would feel sad. So it's very important to honor your emotions right now. This yeah. is an extremely important time. You tell us like, okay, with, with like the April 10th, 12th date, like that's interesting. But like, do you have like, you know, there's a lot of dates and numbers and timelines and things being thrown around as far as like Trump saying that we're going to be back in church on Easter. And then Garcetti saying over here in L.A. saying we've got four months of this. And there's just it seems like no one really knows time wise. And I feel like though we are surrendering to the unknown, it is interesting to examine what the Astros feel like chiming in about. Yeah. So 
astrologically, I'm going with four months. You are. Like, wow. it, it gets bad. There's a reprieve in June, but as early as May 1st, as soon as Taurus enters the story, it's another difficult window. But let's just start with this. And you guys, we can check in. I'd love to be your astrologer on that. So that's so retrograde. Um, <laughs> Remember that? that oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll never forget. Iconic. <laughs> I, I keep doing it. I don't know about you guys, but it's stuck in my head. I'm going to share with you this. So this describes where the planets are every single day. So here we are, March 2020. And here's all the days of the week. These couple of days that we're sitting in, the moon is in Taurus. There's Taurus. Very stable. Mm-hmm. By Monday and Tuesday, it goes into Gemini, which makes it very anxious. If you're feeling anxiety, Monday, Tuesday, we're going to go up to the day this gets aired. Mm-hmm. Wednesday and Thursday is not an easy day. The moon's in cancer. It's a highly emotional time. And you guys can follow this without knowing any astrology by simply watching the videos of where the moon is. Right. Then it gets really hot. Next weekend, when this comes out, I'm going to say, you guys have to be prepared to put on some music and start dancing and moving energy. Because when the sun's in fire, Aries, and the moon's in fire, Leo, and here were those planets I talked to you about, the Capricorn planets, there mm-hmm. were so many. We have Jupiter in Capricorn. We have Pluto in Capricorn. And Saturn just left. But we have. I'm not going to go technical on you because you guys are just beginners. But I would stick with the moon. Let's just stay here. Okay. So as of Thursday next week when this is aired, it's not a comfortable day. I'm going to just see if we can follow this. The next two days, Friday and Saturday, the energy builds up. It's fire in the heavens. We're going to have a crazy weekend next weekend. Then it settles down into earth for a couple of days on Sunday and Monday. And then by Tuesday, we have a full moon. Dun, da, da, da. What wow. happens during a full moon? Um, you guys must know. Things get activated. They turn into werewolves. Whoa. we turn into so be aware that during that next when that full moon arrives we are going to pay attention to the energy building up i think that's a really important piece to know and the full moon is on it'll be tuesday the 7th and wednesday the 8th of april so that whole week of when he said we're going to be done by the 12th that's just crazy i mean yeah well clearly yeah. And so it could be a three to four months. I'm going to say, wow. here's what I'm going to suggest from a wisdom keeper. Please. Yeah. We're learning how to slow down. Mm-hmm. We're going back to basics. Yeah. We're being brought to our knees, Capricorn. This is the lesson. Yeah. And we're asking very hard questions. That's what my book is all about. Who am I? How do I, con- your question was so well asked. What do I do? Yeah. Well, the short answer is you be yourself in full conviction, but figure out your nature. Mm-hmm. know your own rhythm so you can take care of yourself. My whole theory is here's how I look at every day. Who can I bless today? How can I make this world softer? Yeah. What can I do to make a difference here in my family, in my relationship, in my neighbors? Like I am definitely going to be the healing agent. And I want everyone listening to this to say, I'm not looking for leadership anymore. The government is not doing it for me. I'm the leader. Yeah. Raise no, your hand if you're willing to take on leadership. That's beautifully said. It's interesting. I was I was having a FaceTime discussion with a friend of mine a few weeks ago when this all first began, and she was already having this sort of realization where she was like, you know, I have this job and I just don't even know why I'm doing it or if I want to do it. And like that really hit me because I was like, wow, you know, I think, you know, she's not losing her job, but wow, people are in this predicament and in this painful place of losing their jobs and losing their income and all this stuff. It's like the only option other than freaking the fuck out is to really examine and be like, 
maybe this has a purpose to guide me into what I actually feel connected to because I feel like so many of us kind of go to high school, go to college, get a job, and then all of a sudden wake up in 10 years and we're doing something that we, this is not speaking for us, but we're outliers in that. Many, many people find themselves doing something with no connection to their true nature. And that to me is like the biggest standout of my own personal experience of like, what is my nature? Even though that's something that we have the luxury of experiencing and exploring through our job, it's still coming up for for me. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah. Or maybe you don't. You know what I found really interesting is how chained to my calendar my existence was. And like my my nighttime routine is looking at my calendar the next day, anticipating everything that was supposed to happen that following day. And then that kind of held like almost a ceiling over my head in terms of like what I was thinking about, what I was focusing on. And it was a constant checklist. Okay, now I've done that. I've had that meeting. I've had that call. I've had that recording. I've prepped for this. I've done that. And like that energy just was like a cage. And to, you know, the other day I woke up and I remembered, oh, I'm supposed to have a call um, with, it was with my Handel coach. And I normally, if that's happening, I'll have, I'll be thinking about what I'm going to talk about with my coach. This is just an example until the call. I didn't realize I was having that call until 45 minutes before. Then I was able to get into it really organically. And so that's been a really interesting behavioral spotlight. This is what I'm talking about. In terms of how I was operating, like a chain to my calendar 24-7 and it controlling my thoughts, controlling my actions, like, oh, no, I know I have to do this tomorrow, so I'm not going to go do that tonight type of thing. To be more in the moment and not have a laundry list of to-dos and overcapacity schedule is like a fucking gift. And I'm not downplaying the tragedy of what we're going through right now as a society, but I am acknowledging that like that old way of being needs to die. So well said. Listen to this. I'm going to read you something. This is the very first chapter of my book. Sad but true, we all grow out of the soil of pain. The crises Mm -hmm. that arise in our lives are here to serve us, not to hurt us. As counterintuitive as this sounds, crisis is nothing more than your own soul trying to get your attention to show you the path. The soul uses pain, crisis, and trauma to wake us up. Mm. Who made that up? Water's wet, fire's hot, the mango pit's too big, and your childhood was designed to introduce you to pain, death, abandonment, abuse, and heartbreak right at the start. Life doesn't care how hard your lessons are or if you can handle them. Life just wants you to learn and to grow and keep your heart wide open. You're being stalked through this life to learn lessons and to pay attention to life's teachings, whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you get it or not. What kind of karma are you carrying? Good karma, bad karma, too bad no one even knows what that means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what year did you write this book? I wrote this book. I, I'm embarrassed to say it. I mean, I wrote the book 10 years ago. It, it just got published three years ago. But mm-hmm. I knew this was coming. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And I knew that the reason you just described it so well, we are slaves to the, the zeitgeist, the group think that kept mm-hmm. this rhythm going. Yeah. Nobody had a way to pause. I didn't know how to pause. Yeah. Well, guess yeah, what? And as, and as much as we would try, and that's what I've been thinking about too with like this show, it's like we were kind of serving up wellness as uh, an option. You know, people who took it on 
were going above and beyond people in their normal circle. I mean, I can't tell you how many people we've heard from that are like, Shopee, I found you guys because before this I was like an outlier in my community and now I feel like I'm not a weirdo and like all these things. And it's like, it was optional. It was cake. It was something you had to do on top of everything else. And it that's why I think self-care for us, we've talked about this often, was like, why do we feel like we're checking it off of a to-do list? Because it was something that we had to do to, to become you know, leaders of, of that thing. But now what I'm realizing is like this whole wellness thing is not going to be optional. There, we don't have a choice and it won't be coming from a place of got to get it in before I get the other stuff in. No, this is priority. And then the other stuff is the choice. Ooh. And my prayer. Oh, that's well so said. <laughs> I dropped the mic. My prayer is that when this is over, we don't forget what you just said. Yeah. It's time to talk about something that's really important. Tell me. In my online journeys lately of the shopping variety. Please tell me. I've been browsing the heck. The heck? Out of Sephora.com. What the heck? And you know what What have you discovered? I've discovered their vast variety of clean products. This is the one of the more exciting revelations of uh, this our foray into wellness and consciousness is bigger brands like Sephora stepping into the space and acknowledging its importance and thus spreading the message to a larger audience. Yeah. And we are just so excited to be in their midst. We really are. I think last year we had uh, Aether Beauty Mm -hmm. founder Tilla on and she talked about just the consciousness that is being infused into this clean beauty movement and Sephora has been leading the charge. That's right. They have a seal of approval that indicates uh, a clean at Sephora product. Mm-hmm. That means that the product is formulated sans parabens, sulfites, SLS, and SLES, phthalates. I think it's phthalates. All right. If you can't pronounce it, don't put it on your face. So it's just like thumb. general. Yeah. Mineral oils, formaldehyde, and more. Clean is simple. Mm. And it's been so incredible to be able to watch this side of the industry expand. I feel like five years ago, when we started doing the show and started becoming really mindful about what is in our products and how we can clean up our beauty routines. Yeah. The colors weren't there. The pigments weren't there. The quality wasn't there. And it's all there now. So just a few that we love. Obviously, Aether. We love also RMS. We've had um, Rosemary Swift on the show. Tarte. See the volumizing mascara. You love. I'm wearing it right now. Oh, you're wearing mascara today. I am. I thought... Well, thank you for showing Why up for not? me, my friend. I'm podcasting. Let's throw some mascara on. <laughs> uh, this mascara is great. You and I are picky ones when yeah. it comes to the mascara of it all. This Extremely. is an exclusive to Sephora. It's wow. vegan. It volumizes. It's curls. It's sweat proof. It's vitamin E and algae to lift and condition the lashes. There's so much to also, discover. Can I shout out Ilya? Yes. Huge fan of the Super Serum Skin Tint. I love it because it's so dewy, but it also has an FP- SPF and it does like a light coverage. I'm also obsessed with the Kosas concealer. Yes. The little dabbing tool. Huge fan. Also, if we're on the concealer train, RMS has a big pot now that they came out with that's more of full coverage. Ooh. I couldn't be more obsessed because I used to be really like, I, I didn't want to use the tiny one a lot because I was like, I don't want to get, you I don't want to run it. out. Yeah. But now I feel like I can just go to fucking have, town. Have at it. Um, and it's exciting. And you know what, guys, even though we're not leaving our houses, sometimes it is really just fun to play with makeup and to make yourself look and feel good so that you elevate your energy internally by putting yourself 
together externally. Well said. So guys, if you want to go over and check out some makeup porn. Do so at Sephora.com. That's right. Check out their clean baby to where it's at. Yep. Back to the show. Here we go. No, I mean, I'm still working through that because like she said, like there's so many, for me, it's not as much like checking things off the checklist and all those things. It's, it's more habitual, energetic patterns that I have to deconstruct internally than it is like the way that I necessarily go about like the physical reality, which, and what you said was, I, I would be interested, maybe, maybe not fully in the recording, but later just to look at like the charts, because I think that kind of looking, asking everyone to like, look at their own chart. Like what are the things that we should be looking at for ourselves to know how we're dealing with this and, and how we're supposed to support ourselves? Well, so we don't need the chart. This is why no, my don't. book doesn't have any astrology in it. You need the elements. So, so let's do the four elements. Perfect. We love elements. So for some, so for some of you, when you're in crisis, you get yeah. super emotional and you don't want to talk and you don't want to see anyone. Yeah. And you go inside and you retreat and you get really moody and depressed. Yeah. That's water. Those are water people, Scorpio, Cancer, Pisces. They and doesn't you don't have to be a Scorpio Cancer Pisces, but I want you to hear. It could be your rising sign. Maybe you don't know what your rising sign is. So just answer this question. Are you someone who retreats, contracts, and hides out when you're upset? That would be water. And the medicine for that is meditation, being still, putting on, you know, whether it's Nako or Trevor Hall or Snatam Carr, these are all spiritual singers where you soothe. You soothe yourself. That's very yeah. important. For the first week, I only listened to meditation music. <laughs> that's See, that's so wild. I listened to Britney Spears so and I did it again, full okay. album. <laughs> so that's first category. The second category is if you're someone who is lost in cyberspace, you're reading everything you can read, you can't get off the computer, you are watching all the videos, you're watching all the news, and you're getting a headache, that's called air people. I and when they're in crisis, they start talking. No, that's not you. They start talking. <laughs> They start researching, but they make themselves crazy because they have yeah. 50 variations on what is the date when this is going to be over? Why is there a virus? How, what is the salute? Like, excuse right. me, you're driving yourself. So they need to learn how to journal mm. and listen to their own voice. Stop seeking other people's information and be your own resource. Start yeah. talking to yourself. Call somebody. Don't get on the computer. Be human. Get out of cyberspace. Yeah. The third category is earth. This is more Elizabeth. So earth people, they're cleaning. They love going to, they're so glad they went to Costco and bought three bottles of Windex because they love to clean. So all during that, when they're stressed, everything starts getting organized and clean. Is it and not sparkling in here? really good in here, I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> so under stress, an earth person gets preoccupied with worrying about money, results, and cleaning. It's like neurotic. Yeah, so the medicine for that tracks. is to say to themselves, oh, maybe I could enjoy myself and slow it down a little bit and be calm and go outside. Yes. <laughs> like, just go for a walk. Stop cleaning because it's obsessive. <laughs> just like, just like the air person. have a the, pet. There's nothing to clean. It's like that so carpet sheds there. though. <laughs> she'll find some, she'll find some here, drawer in the back room. I came in here and the fucking little robo fucking my Yuffie. Yeah. The little robo vacuum was running around in here. I'm like, what is this? Is this That's your dog? Me What's and Joey's on? child. It's our son. Joey hates our son. <laughs> that is so earth. That too. is so like, earth. Get that thing out of here. And the last category is fire. So if you're someone who's getting really pissy and getting really opinionated and getting really angry at the politics and wanting to like drink too much and eat too much, and you're getting crazy because you get so antsy yeah. You have to go at least go take a yoga class online. 
Yeah. yeah. Go work out. Like you have to move energy, but you cannot hold it back and turn it into these. They get very loud by your people. If you're yeah. someone that gets super opinionated and temper is short tempered and you're short fused and you're getting all huffy, that's because you're not using your fire. So there's four different tendencies. Mm-hmm. The blunt person who's getting all pissed off, the earth person who's cleaning, the air person who's lost in their internet and the water person who's listening to music at best or drinking and you getting high at their worst. Well, I did a bunch of that too. (laughs) (laughs) I have not drank. (laughs) So you figure out what your propensity is and then you figure out the high road because there's a low road and high road of every element. What's your high road personally, Deb? Bruh, Deb. What's, I like Deb. What's your question for me? Yeah. Yeah, just personally, what are you, what's your practice? I know that my missing element was earth. So I, it's been so much fun. I've been cooking every single night. And yes. cleaning and, and pretending I like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, so I've, I've taken myself to earth like, okay, and I'm doing a new project that I'd love to tell you guys when it launches called Tell Me a Story. It's coming out soon where I'm helping people tell their story. So I'm just designing a whole, I made myself very creative is what I'm using this time for. And yeah. really people, like someone told me the story. I love this. Her and her son had never, I can't believe this, had never gone hiking, her 10-year-old son, because she works full-time. Yeah. And she took him hiking the other day, and she saw him run up the mountain, and she said, this would never have happened if I didn't have this mm. time out to take my kid outside. Right. And that was a great example. I know yeah. someone else that just told me, she, I, this was amazing. She has a 3D computer. She owns a company that makes 3D, how do you say, like three-dimensional. And she's making masks and bringing them to the hospital, she's, wow. she's like, there's creative ways to take yeah. use, make use of your time. Yeah, but if right. you know your earth, like Elizabeth is, then you've got to get a practical project. If you know your water, like Stephanie is, then you have to make sure you're doing your meditation or you're putting on your music and soothing yourself. Yeah. Wait till you see the closet reorg that I have been working on. It's epic. <laughs> epic. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> so, so cute. I have a personal situation. I'm moving on April 11th. Talk Uh-oh. about that. <laughs> Talk about But you're that. not moving with furniture or no, anything I'm, like I'm that. I'm moving with as much as I can fit in my car, and then everything else is going into storage. I'm moving to Topanga Canyon. Oh, so you're just going to drive across L.A.? Yeah. yeah. With the windows closed. It's cool. It's yeah. gentle. Are, am I supposed to be driving around with my windows closed? No, you can. That was stupid. You can leave them open. The air is fresh, honest to God. You know what I do yeah. every single day? I'm on a bicycle every oh. day. Feels good Let to be outside. I think that's the biggest thing is like, even though we're not really allowed to be, you know, congregating outside, it's like remembering that going out there is still allowed is really important because like, I found myself getting really like into my insular, like, sensitive body around going outside. And I was in my house, I think for like four days straight. And then I opened the front door and I was like, oh yeah, like there's still air and trees and like, yeah, it's okay. Like it's like, it turns into this fearful agoraphobia like really quickly. And that to me is really something that we need to keep our eyes on because yeah, it is fucking weird to go outside and then have to go to the grocery store and strap on your mask and put your gloves on and see everyone looking at each other like they're fucking poisonous aliens to each other and aliens. And it's really upsetting, but it's like on the flip side, I've been walking my dog around the neighborhood and all of a sudden all these people that I would see all the time that we would just never acknowledge each other are like, Hey neighbor. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Hi, what's up? Like everyone seems to be like 
almost doubling down on engaging with their humanity in a way because they're so deprived of it. Because we're, we're not, like, all in granted. this together. Do you yeah. know that? Yeah. Every city and every around the world, from Africa to India, from Australia to America, we are all inside the house. Yeah. Isn't that crazy. My little yeah. my little tip for just forcing yourself out. I don't have a dog, so I don't have like but something. You have your vacuum. I do have my vacuum, but <laughs> the Yuffie prefers to stay inside. Oh, it, like, um, is it an indoor cat? Yeah. <laughs> but um is I just do a, I tell myself I'm gonna do a three song walk. So I have three, like I have a mix that I've been working with. I'll get to three songs. It always ends up expanding to six, but it's just a three song minimum of that. walking around the neighborhood. And it's been so helpful because there's been just some moments where I know my higher self knows that getting outside is what's going to pull me out of wherever I'm funky. And but there's obviously resistance to that because the cocoon is so nice. But just but the movement is essential and being in nature is essential right now. And so three song minimum. Yeah. So, so can we, can we talk about that? That your higher self is waiting in the wings to get you out of your bunk, your funk, Mm. your sadness, water, your overabundant thinking, your overabundant cleaning. Cause you know, water people hover inside those spaces. They like to be inside. So your higher self has answers. And I am telling you, if you just right now, while the noise is gone, if you let yourself be quiet, you will get directives from yourself to yourself. So I encourage journaling. Yeah. I've been real into it. But that's normal. Yeah. We're, so we're it's changing. Writers. The journaling is changing, which I noticed too. Like it's like before I would sit down and be like, okay, you have to do this so that you don't go fucking insane, which is like what I know about myself. If I'm not journaling or writing, the thoughts in my head will become so extreme that I can't hear anything else. So I have to get it out. But now it's like I'm not being overstimulated by other things. So my journal feels so much more like this like clear channel. And I'm like, who is this person that's writing these things? Exactly. So you can do that intentionally by writing Dear Elizabeth or Dear Stephanie and let your higher self give you a directive. Like during this time, that's an amazing miracle. It's like crazy thing. Your higher self is waiting for you. And this is the perfect, that's what I'm trying, my book's all about, crisis brings out our soul. Mm-hmm. Busy, like when there's no crisis business as usual, it's our egos going wild. How do I look? Yeah. Am I successful? I'm so busy. I have so much to do. The soul's Dude, like, shut up. I know. Sit I read, down. I read something funny recently before this all that was like someone, someone said something about like people who say that they're super busy are like the least busy people. They're just like, it's something about like how when you say you're really busy, it's just you giving yourself a reason to feel important, essentially. It's like, I'm really yes. busy. I don't have room for anything, but that's just you being like needing to pump yourself up to feel like you have like more value in uh, society. And this is taking us down to our knees. We don't have money the way we did. We don't have jobs. We are basically left in our house with ourselves. <laughs> it's like we're face to face with what's her name. Can you offer more grounded advice for people who are going through like, the day-to-day true financial fear. Great question. Of, you know, realistically, like, look, we can have these conversations and I think it's amazing that we can ascend into like a spiritual place and really take this opportunity on a soul level. I'm fully here for that and I believe that deeply. But I also know that like, if I was having this conversation with you three years ago, I would be so fucked up and scared because I'd be so goddamn broke. 
And it would be really, really, really scary. And so I want to offer either a meditation or a technique or some sort of wisdom for people who are really, really going through that on a deep level, because I know that fear. I've lived that fear and it sucks. And it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do a prayer before we finish. I don't know how much longer we have, yeah. but I'd be happy to do a perfect. That would be okay, great. Let's, let's do that. So yeah. just everybody take a breath, close your eyes. I want you to breathe the deepest breath you've had all day. And when you breathe out, I want you to breathe out trust. It's like you're blessing yourself with that breath. And then one more deep breath and then another deep breath in your own rhythm and breathe out patience. May you understand timelessness, that we are all standing in the here and now. And while you may be afraid of what's to come or afraid of what's occurred, you have now. Every breath you take brings you back into the now. One more deep breath in and breathe out now. In this place of now, we are safe. We begin to learn that we are all in this together. And with our eyes closed and with our hearts open, we realize we are now a planet united, first by fear, but because you're here, now it's by trust. I invite all of us to, to drop in, to rest, to breathe into the word trust. You're not alone. This will work out. This too shall pass. As long as you can get your body and your nervous system to take deep breaths, as long as you can appreciate and value the simplest of things in the very moment, the roof over your head, the pillow on your bed, the hot water you can drink, life has been brought back to the basics. May we all value water, the blood that runs through your veins to be healthy and vibrant with your hearts open and your family safe. Air, may we all speak words of truth that are comforting and kind. May we use our words as poetry and as blessings and as love words that give us healing. Earth, may we all have enough of what we need in the most simplest of forms to remember the pleasure of being alive. And fire, may you feel the heat in your heart, the sun that will never stop shining from the highest level, all is well. My prayer for you is to rest in that truth. All is well, even while the mind cannot understand and the emotional body may be scared. When we drop into the here and now and we use the breath, we self-soothe and remember that we are here to heal, to give, to be the blessing, to know that you're never alone. That's the truth. Aho. Oh, Deborah, thank you. That was beautiful. And I also want to add that I know how hard it can be for people to ask for help. And I want to encourage everyone to ask for help if you need it. And you know what? It's okay to pick up your phone yeah. and say, I'm scared. Yeah. It's not about texting. It's not about email. It's not about, it's about hearing a voice yeah. and letting someone say out loud, I'm scared and I need help. That is the mm -hmm. highest road right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we will all surprise each other with our willingness to give and be generous and hold space. And if you guys want to connect again at the end of the month and have another prayer, you just let me know I'm here for you. This is my promise this life to be the elder. 
I'm older than I look. And I want you to know we will get, we will get <laughs> I'm 142 this. years old. I, I told you not to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll cut that part out. We'll cut that part out. <laughs> she has Sag in her chart. She can't help it. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you Deborah. so, so, so much. This was so amazing. We're so Thank grateful. You. We're so grateful. So it's so nice to other, see right you. Back at you. And may we all remember to reach out to each other. You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. Call, call. I love phone calls. We were talking about how funny it is. We've been talking about on our episodes how people need to do more FaceTimes when it comes to online dating. FaceTiming should be the 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 next step before you go and meet someone. And we were like, have we been predicting <laughs> that FaceTime would become the nexus of connection for I've the rest of 2020? Certainly thought about that. You have, that right? was a psychic hit. Yeah, that's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> All right. Deborah, thank you so much. You're at Deborah Silverman Astrology Online. You continue to bring out the best of astro content yeah. digitally and to our ears, such as today. So thank you so, so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. Thank you. And you have a safe move, Stephanie. Thank you. It's been wonderful. All right, let's take a time out from this very, very interesting look into uh, what's happening in the cosmos to look into what's happening inside of our bodies at time of the morning. I'm starting to think the Lola people were psychics. Yes. They knew yes. that it was going to be challenging for us to leave our homes. Oh. So they decided it's to time. hit us with some feminine care that comes straight to our door. I'm obsessed with it. Ahead of their time in yeah. more ways than one. Guys, Lola is a organic feminine care product line that services your feminine needs across the board from tampons to pads to cleansing wipes. I mean, they've got you covered top to bottom. Yes. And the thing is, is that major brands use a mix of ingredients in their products, including things like rayon and polyester. Ooh. And their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents like fragrance and dyes. Ooh. But Lola products, on the other hand, are 100% transparent that they are organic and there's no added chemicals, no fragrance, no synthetics, no dyes. Wow. So... First of all, not only were they psychics about delivering to the door, but they also knew like where the industry could go. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, them. they were they were first to the market on that. And we're so happy to be partnering with them. If you guys haven't gotten your Lola subscription, now is definitely the time to have all things delivered. You can do a number of different assortments, different tampon sizes, different pads, whatever you want. And you can fully decide customizable. how many boxes you'd like to deliver to your door and how often. Yeah. Maybe you and your roommate want to go in together. Yeah. And you can build your box, 18 tampons or 12 pads. Tampons can be a mix of light, only available in applicator, regular, super, super plus. Pads can be a mix of ultra thin day pads, night pads, really, you know, whatever you need. Running the gamut, guys. They're here for you. So head over to mylola.com and enter the code retrograde 30. Okay. And then you will subscribe. You can pause anytime. You can try it, see how you like it. Personally, I'm going to tell you, I tried it. I liked it. I've been a customer for the past two years. Yeah. Because it's like once you start, why go back? So that's mylola.com, code retrograde30 at checkout. You'll get 30% off your first box. And for your box. Back to the show. You're welcome. Roses and 
Frozen thorns, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope we keep that in. <laughs> we will. How are you liking the frozen dark chocolate almond butter cup from Trader Joe's? So far, my rose is this weird ice cream substitute. Isn't it good? It's really hard, but it's tasty. I'm sure the chewing. No, no, no. Okay, wait, Joey. Wait, first of all, you don't get to say you're out of here. You're a guest so on our show. I'm still free. I'm not no, you're our prisoner. This I am not a willing guest. Okay, <laughs> I, I am stuck in this home. We're forcing Joey Greer. Introduce yourself. Say your credits. Hi, I'm Joey Greer. What's uh, your credit? Credits Burger King commercial 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I was more just saying your your biggest credit on this show is that you're Elizabeth's boyfriend. Oh yeah, that one too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here with us. So say that. I'm Elizabeth's boyfriend. Good. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking this show where we've never taken it before. We're having a, a secondary guest on Roses and Thorns. Whoa. How do you feel, Joey? Who was the first? Well, we had a first guest. Oh, who was it? Deborah Silverman. Deborah Silverman Astrology. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now you're here. So. As a rose. Should we do a around the table roses and thorns? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Thanks for bringing us back to center, Elizabeth. That's what I'm here for. God. So you just don't want to do a quick one with me or do I have to be here for the whole... You care for the whole thing. Why okay. You, literally, first of all... Like, what else do you have to do? Why right? do you hate us? What else do you have to do? I gotta... Look, I'm playing video games right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you my rose okay. right now. Okay. Yeah. My rose is or has been being comfortable with being uncomfortable and like thinking Ooh. I gotta do all this shit. Oh, a great time to be creative is during a pandemic or a war period, right? It's like, no, it's not. I don't think so. <laughs> so it's just been that where, you know, every, you hear all these, I realize that the individuals who might be pushing that, that is kind of where their workaholic Ooh. version is. And they they were already in a certain rhythm or they've already like tapped into that and that's their comfort. That's yeah. their escapism. You mean the whole rhythm of like, Shakespeare wrote King Lear. Like yeah. relax. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm sure he was a psycho to be around. But that where you're you have that kind of output or you have that kind of creative juice that needs to get out in a way, right? Like that is your outlet. Yeah. While other people might be like, I need to binge whatever for my comfort food. Yeah. So I, f- I just think for mental health and especially in this weird place, right? It's like a Thursday or a Tuesday. And we don't like, know what uh, fuck. It's a Friday, actually. No, I know. I'm just saying, oh. like, you know, and you're like, well, I'm, my my habits, my rhythms have, are, are gone my work, quote unquote, right? And now I have the opportunity to relax all day. I don't feel, that doesn't feel right. Yeah. As Americans, right? Or just like normally you're like, I just got to be moving. I got to be hustling. So it's just, just lean into that where you're like, this is going to, we don't know how long this is going to be. It's probably going to be a lot longer than you presume mm-hmm. or are comfortable with at the moment. But that's just because you're antsy. Yeah. And so just lean into, and that's what I've been doing, leaning into just chill. World of Warcraft. So that's He's your- He's a crafter. Okay, that's your- Craft, Crafter of war. Crafter of war is your meditation right yeah. now. So I'm just going out there, <laughs> you know, killing snake people and all that stuff. And- no, I love that. I think that's really well said. I, I agree. I think more people need to allow themselves to just readjust their North Star, if you will, of yeah. how they operate. Just just chill because that's... So many people I know who are just like freaking out are always busy. Yeah. Minds are always going. They got a lot to do in, in great ways. That now they can't. Yeah. And being told to relax is a trigger. Yeah. And now you have to. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, for your safety and sanity, you, you're going to make rash decisions based on these things. Or you're going to, you know, maybe eat all your snacks in one day. And like, no, you got to, you know, you're going to actually put yourself and other people at risk by going out more and more to get food. Yeah. So just chill. Yeah. Pace yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe don't watch that documentary just yet. Could I ask you guys a relationship question? Is it too intimate? Okay, your attitude right now is <laughs> He's my got fault. like a weird vibe happening. Literally like, Joey, name one. I go back. I want to, I just want to leave. 
<laughs> no, we're going to do some a cute little question thing. Okay. So as you know, I'm alone. Moment of silence for my aloneness. I oh. asked Carlos 20 times yeah. last night if he was my best friend. And then he squirmed out of my arms and went to another room. <laughs> I asked Joey the same thing. Yes. Okay. So but what is it like? Like seeing, you know, you guys have lived together now for how long? Since June. Well, actually... Because Since you were staying with him. January right. of so last year. what have been right. things that you've noticed about each other in like the more time that you've you've spent together? Is there anything that's been like pleasantly surprising? And I won't ask you if there's anything that's been alarming, but I'm sure Joey's gonna come through with one of those. Please do. <laughs> yeah. Pleasantly surprising. I think the the ease of communication. Mm. That's the that's the the best thing. Mm. And I try to do the best I can to be as calm as I can. Yeah. Shout out to the meditations by Marcus Aurelius and the Stoicism. Ooh, okay. But, okay. I but should just, leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just you're like most fights are emotion based or mm-hmm. they're built up because you're not talking about it immediately. Right. So as long as you can express that when it happens and like just know it's a feeling that passes. Yeah. You're really getting ahead of any any fight. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're just talking about something. But yeah. Uh, so that's been good. But of course, like, you know, you're stuck in the same place. Like you said, Taurus, clean freak, right? Like uh, these. You're a Taurus too. Yeah. But I'm like, happy. I'm like, it's, she's clean. So I'm like, good. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the woman's doing what she's supposed to. Finally. Do. And this is what this podcast needs to be about. <laughs> but where that, where you're, 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 you're experiencing people deal with the waves of a feeling mm-hmm. and you need to be a rock at times and they need to be a rock at other times. Right. right? And so it's just that where you, I, I know it's just a passing feeling that there's a moment in there, whatever. Right. And especially with all this shit, you're like, fuck, like I, I'm freaking out too, but you can't, you can't really show it as much at times because you can't, you don't want two people freaking out. Okay. Let's Safest move on to way. Elizabeth with, with, well, can we answer my first question about the sure. quarantining with Joey thing? Yeah. And then no, no stay. Joey, we have 20 to 15 more minutes and then you're here and then you can go. 15 more minutes. Bitch, you have 24 hours in a day There's to play a World, world of, of Crafting that is calling his name right okay, now. Okay, my thorn is, is Joey's addiction to video games. No, stay. She's going to say something I'm nice about you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite thing ever. I want every episode to be like this. Okay. Well, we've got time. Great. Perfect. Elizabeth, yeah. what is your... Obviously, you're going to do your own roses and thorns, but in, right. in, the, in the relationship, because I feel like a lot of people... Are, are in the situation that you guys are in. Yeah. And then, you know, we can talk about my situation as sure. well. If someone was like, how are you going to spend your day? It would be with him. It would be with you. Mm-hmm. We'd be hanging out here. Right. So I'm in a really good position. Right. So I don't, like, I think the only challenge really is obviously everybody's processing everything in their own pace and there's some big things happening mm-hmm. in the world. And, you know, we have to all kind of process and digest what's happening on our own time and our own feelings. And sometimes it's challenging to process that with somebody else. Right. I don't really feel like we've, I don't feel like I've had to stifle emotions or not feel exactly what I was feeling or anything like that. But I think that if I had a different partner or someone who wasn't able to hold space in the way Joey does, I could definitely see how that could be challenging. But I think allowing whoever you're with to go through their own motions. Like for us, we're not like, we never once have judged one another by like their vices or like what they're doing, like holding space for your, whoever you're with to go through it. However they're going through it is right. a big 
thing. Right. And I think it's important to give each other emotional space, but also like hold it down when the person needs it. Right. I love that. If I was in a relationship right now, I would be fully like a crab stuck to someone's side. I would be like, hold me 24 yeah. seven. Totally. I mean, <laughs> there was definitely that. like the first week there was a point where we had like gone to bed and we were both laying there, couldn't sleep. And we were both like, what is happening yeah. in the world yeah. right now? Like yeah. this, we were both stuck, like it kind of both settled in, I think at the exact same moment for both of us, the yeah. gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. And it was really helpful. He's walking away. Trying to sneak away. Walking away. That's so nice of you. Respect the audio. Thank you. <laughs> Only eating so he doesn't need to sit here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think just knowing, being in sync enough to know when the other person needs something and when they need nothing. Yeah. So you're, you guys are in a rosy place with that. I think so. Yeah. Joey, thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't love this bit. This bit is uh, so bad. It's so bad. You're being such a little spoiled brat. <laughs> your dumb Boda hat. What the fuck? That was my gardening hat. You um, stole it. All right. Outside How about of Joey, you? Tell me. Well, just you mean like in, in being a solo yeah. quarantiner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's been really interesting because I, I know I'm very adept at, at being alone at this point. Like it's obviously like. I've been this way for a long time, but it's funny because in being single, I always kind of have this like hope that I hold out that like, I'll find someone. And if I go to a party, maybe they'll be there. Like I get to have these like encounters, let's call them or whatever. And then that's what keeps me kind of being like, okay, one of these things is going to stick one at at some point I'm going to be in alignment with like who I'm meant to be with and all those things. And while that's not happening, at least entertainment is exactly. I'm I'm, plenty. I'm entertained if not, you know, in a state of like active manifestation. And right now it's interesting that I noticed that my manifesting brain is equivalent to my creative brain. And that a lot of times I see myself sort of using the creative, oh, I'll get this thing when as like a, a, not a panic button, but as like an escape button from my present reality to be like getting me out of the feeling of loneliness. Mm -hmm. And now I don't, I, I know that I don't have that at the moment as an option. So it's taken me back to like center in myself in a really interesting way because it's like, I have to accept it on like the deepest level where even though I've been single for a very long time, I haven't been in a state of acceptance. And I think that's been my personal dissonance is that even though I say I'm okay, I, you can see that I'm not because I'm not accepting it. And now it's like, oh, I'm accepting it. And it's actually like a really amazing place to be because I can still have those creative visualizations and that thing, but it's a different level because I know it's not something that I'm going to encounter within the next couple of months. And that's totally fine. So it's given me permission, like as to, to, to make the move that I'm going to make, it's given me permission to do a lot of things that I was feeling like I was holding out hope for like a person to give me. And now I'm like, no bitch, you're the person. I just got full body chills. That's beautiful. So it's been really, but I will say, yeah, Joe. Yeah, that's great. Oh, you like that. But back to Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, yes, thumbs up 100%. I was far away eating and then I got shamed for it. <laughs> I seemed to be the villain for some reason yeah. that I was just trying to respect the space. No, we were so grateful for it. But on that point, we talked about this a couple of times and, and, and that feeling is, is very common. It's a human thing, especially when you're single and you know things are moving around you and all that shit. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you gotta, you just gotta be, and you yeah. can't, you can't look for dick. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta tell yourself, I'm single. I'm gonna do me. Yeah. And that's really easier said than done. And I'm, and I'm really uh, happy to hear and proud of you to, say, to hear you say that because Thanks. 
you activating that part of your your mind now right and shutting off the other part where it's like again that, that's like you might think oh that's only like 10% of my focus it's probably 90% oh no I'm recognizing yeah. how pervasive it's almost like it's an energetic bubble that has lived around me for so well, long it's an addiction that I've like popped yeah and I also know that when I do meet my person at, from this you're place, gonna be cool as shit it's gonna be the coolest but, version but of that, me ever exactly see it's like you when 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 you're thirsty like that it's you don't realize the stink you're giving off. Oh, and it's like it's every- why nothing's been sticking to me. When no, I was in my twenties, I was the stickiest bitch alive. Oh, yeah, you didn't like, give, I don't a give a shit. You, and everyone was like, Dah. yeah. You know? And now and, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and they're like, whoa, whoa. She's filming at the mouth. Somebody wife the yeah, girl. It's a she's feral cat. Yeah. Need to be put down. <laughs> yeah. so, but but for real, yeah. like it, when when you work on you and do you boo boo. Yeah. You know what I mean? All that shit. <laughs> yeah. You're you're coveted because you're confident. You're in control. You're focused. People want to be around that. And yeah. and you're also able to discern from the the fuck boyery of it all, right? But I will say, even with that reality, I still have had moments of 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 personal sadness of just like, wow, like really took you, really took this fucking pandemic to make you settle the fuck down. And then being with myself and being alone, like having those moments of sadness, I don't think that have any, which is interesting because it actually has nothing to do with being alone. It has to do with- Don't beat yourself up over that shit. No, I'm not. But it's like the empathy of the larger situation. Of course, do I wish that I could like grab onto someone and make myself feel better? Of course. But it's like at the end of the day, even if I had another person, it wouldn't necessarily be making the processing of what's happening any easier. And so identifying that is also healthy. I have a thought. Yeah. Well, first of all, everything you just said is really incredible. Thanks. The revelations of yeah. the quarantine. <laughs> Catch me living can in we the get mountains. A, can we get a little jingle for that? Quarantine revelations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess my other rose is that I started cooking. I love this so much. Which is so funny because I'm not… I, I'm Italian. I can cook. She likes Italian food. I like Italian food. No, I can cook all Italian things. But like I never, but I never do because, because I just like in my daily life, I. That you're going to go out to a bar or restaurant, you know, hunt for some dick yeah. and then you'll eat there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need to cook at home. Oh, snack on, oh, oh, on the food at the bar, not the dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. which, <laughs> no, but because honestly my kitchen is really small and like it just, there's not really any surface area and it just hasn't been a place where I feel like I can really express that part of my personality. And with how much we're doing all the time, by the time that I get home, I'm like, I just want to make the same thing. I, and also, here's what's interesting. When I was in a relationship, I cooked a lot more because I liked to cook for him. Like, I would make so many things for for my other boyfriend when I was with him for a long time because I was like, it was joyful for me to be like, I can present this to you and it's like how I show you my love. It to you, honey. Okay, so that's the present thing. Present it to you. That's right, my boo-boo. <laughs> that's right. I realized why can't I show myself that love by just having fun with cooking. And I told Moses, my friend Brian Moses, and he was like, damn, this pandemic really out of here making hoes into housewives. And I was like, I literally hope at the end of this, this is that's what happens. You gotta be, be your own housewife. Be the yeah. housewife you wish to see in the world. That's so true. So a bitch can make an enchilada, okay? Define dish enchilada. Yeah, so I'm, I'm finally cracking open all of the cookbooks that we've been, had the pleasure of interviewing people for creating that I've I've salivated over the photos, but I've literally never made one thing. This from any is of so them. exciting because I felt a lot of pressure. Like you said, everyone's like, "Be creative during the pandemic. Write your masters." And like as a writer, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I really need to do that." But it's like, 
I don't want to put the pressure on myself with my creativity. Cooking is creative. There's other creative things to do that open those portals. Your mind's got to be right to to do the thing exactly. you need to do. You know what I'm saying? So if you're if you if you're not in the right mindset, if you, even if you do uh, go through the motions, it's not going to be what it you sucks. want. It sucks. But I mean, there's still uh, you know uh, what you call the benefit of, of like doing the thing to get that muscle going. But you, at the same time, yeah. I'm in the camp of. Chill the fuck out for a second. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Just accept that. Yeah. Accept that no one's no one knows really what to do. Yeah. And we're all figuring it out together. Yeah. So that means you have a you have as much time. That's really great advice from a creative mind. I yeah. want you to shout out your album. And your podcast. And your podcast. As your official Chris Jenner. Even though you've been uh, a little resistant to sitting here with us. I want to go. I will say you've been a rose. <laughs> oh. You little You're my bitch. Rose. <laughs> Thank you. This has been a rose too. Oh, okay. So what? How do people find you if they like you after this? <laughs> <laughs> it's questionable. <laughs> so you can check out my album. It's called Good Night with Joey Greer on uh, Spotify, iTunes. It's anywhere. truly if you guys were a fan of early Adam Sandler, which I was, it's literally like an ode to that type of comedy, and it's so cool. Yeah, it's a sketch comedy album. Yeah, listen to it from the beginning to the end. Get really high, just lay down, put some headphones on. Yeah, That's pretty much all I intended it to be listened to. Perfect. And then the I have a comedy podcast called Alchemy. This is completely improvised. We get suggestions from listeners. Uh, most of the suggestions are fucking horrible. And then we just have to make it up. It's it's crazy. Like they'll like give us either like a thousand things to remember yeah. or they'll, they'll, they'll do like super specific things. We make fun of them. Don't worry. It's not like I'm saying this to trash people. It's like they do it on purpose. Right. It's uh, it's fun. We make it. We have a lot of fun. Craig Kukowski, uh, Chris Alvarado, uh, Caroline Cotter, Vanessa Ragland, myself, James Heaney, Kevin Pollock hosts it. Kevin um, Pollock, you guys. Pollack. Kevin Pollock. It's fucking great. Mr. Maisel himself. Shout out to anybody who listens to Alchemy This and gives suggestions because keep on giving them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's so much fun. Really silly, really stupid. It gets really dark, really disgusting quick. So just buckle up. Sounds fun. And that's it. I guess that's all I'm doing. I'm trying to think of anything else. No, that's about it. How can we tune in to you, Dick and Elizabeth Dad? Uh, check out my Instagram. <laughs> Live streaming. It's, uh, at Jebby Grieber. <laughs> you see me laying pipe. Uh, that's about it. So guess what? You're free to go. All right. See you later. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Don't forget your matcha hustle drink or your granola or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to literally <laughs> just sashay away. away and slam the door in our face. Just like that. Wow. It's like he was never even here to begin with. That was so fun. That was really cute. I loved it. So, um... Roses on roses on roses. Maybe we'll just have a two-hour episode. Who knows? I feel like we will. I think so too. I feel like right now what I want, when I was listening to a podcast last week and it ended after 45 minutes and I was like, no, I was like, I need more. Like, yeah. I, I have so much more bandwidth of yeah. listening time right now. So this was just such a joy. This was really fun. Thanks for bringing us, me, and my angels and guides and our listeners into your home. Oh, of course. <laughs> and um, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. And just to reiterate what we talked about with Deborah, pick up your phone. Yeah. Call a friend. Reach out. Call a friend. Keep those lines of communication open. And if you have to, go on a socially distant walk around the neighborhood with a friend. I know it's not like advised necessarily, but it's helpful. Definitely. Don't embrace and lick each other's faces. But if you just need to be with someone, choose the person that you feel like you can do that with and do that. Or another more socially distant option is plan like a call with a friend while oh, you yeah. guys are both on a walk. Oh, I like that. 
Well, yeah. that's good. Okay, yeah. take that advice because I'm not the CDC. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> this is the center for <laughs> But guys, this is such a fun DIY app and we're so excited that you joined us today. We're doing a lot of fun, random things on our Instagram yeah. page. So we're over at So Retrograde. Come say hi. And thanks again to Deb Love for you, joining Deb. us. Elizabeth for, will never not be calling you Deb. And for Joey yeah. for being in the other room and joining us. Thank you, Joey. Cutie. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, guys. Namaste listening. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.